Previously on Naya. You move, you push that out of the way and you see a small ball of fur. Ralph is gone. I don't think they're afraid of dwarves. Well, they hate them very much. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're afraid of them. What about a very big dwarf? Maybe like a five foot tall dwarf. The, that's giants. as far as your brain. <laughs> that's the biggest thing you can conjure up. A five, five foot tall dwarf. <laughs> I'm going to go up to the tree. I'm like, you okay, baby? Nothing happens. I'm going to get another seed out, it. spit on it, hurry up, and throw it on the ground. Nothing happens. Ooh. Oh no, you broke the whole thing. Happens. They pull, they bring out a um, kind of like a long, like bamboo pole, and they stick it in between your reg, your legs and arms, Reeve, and they're all carrying you on that. <laughs> At least we got something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm tough and terrible tasting. It's all right. I'm sure you are. The, the old gnome goes, like big shake, like and he like slams his stick into the ground. And as you look around, you see uh, about three feet away from you in the corner of the room, like kind of hiding in the shadows of the room. Uh, there's an imp. Ew. And it's just staring at you. Ew. Welcome to Naya. Hey, welcome to Naira. This is Jay, your DM. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm playing Bijou, the high elf glamour bard. I, I'm Aaron. <laughs> I'm playing Tatsuo, the human samurai. Um, my name's Ian. I'm Harry. I am Fearbog Druid. <laughs> Hi, my name's Andrew. I'm playing Rivitevich Kolosevsky. I'm a paladin hill dwarf. All right, so speaking of Rivitevich Kolosevsky... <laughs> Where we left off, you were tied up in a hut. You had an old gnome shaking a stick at you and, and chanting things. And then you turn around, and in the shadows of this hut, you see a very small, winged creature that has a long, pointed tail. And he's kind of like crouched like on the wall, like, like his his arms are back holding himself up and he's kind of just staring at you mm. like an insidious. Okay. Um, so do I, I recognize it as an imp, right? A fiend. Or a fiend, you know what those a fiend are? type thing. Don't you have a thing for like seeing yeah. what type well, of evil? I kind of, I kind of can see it. Like it, it's, it's kind of obvious. It's an imp. It looks kind of devilly looking. Yeah. Um, well, I see that. Um, I'm going to ask you one question. And uh, it, 
what what do I did they like completely just strip me naked or am I still got like all my clothes and kind of like my piece of armor question. on and stuff? Do I like I, that's it's a legitimate question. Yeah. Um no, you have your uh your clothes and everything. You don't have any weapons or anything, but you have all your I just I don't have my weapons, but I have my clothing and any uh-huh. other, any other like jewelry and jewelry stuff. stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, I am going to cast um protection from good and evil um which protects me from fiends what does that do until the spell ends one one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures aberration celestials elemental spay fiends and undead the protection grants several benefits creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target the target also can't be charmed frightened or possessed by them if the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throw against the relevant object or effect. That is dope. Okay. How long does it last for? Ten minutes. It's concentration. Okay. Up to ten minutes. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Concentrate. Do you give any when you see this thing, do you give any kind of like like are you startled? Like what is your well, Or are I, you talking I guess you have to say some kind of speech when you cast this thing? Um, I don't really have to because I have the amulet of Ocreus, okay. which allows me to just kind of do it. Um, it allows me to bypass any sort of gesture I have to make or anything like that. Um, but I, I kind of, I guess I can just say, like, say, kind of say it under my breath. Um, but I don't, I'm not like frightened by it. I'm kind of filled with kind of a, a divine hate because, mm-hmm. you know, paladin. All right. So as soon as you kind of look at it and start like speaking and stuff, mm-hmm. the gnome, the old gnome kind of starts cackling. It's like, <laughs> and then, and then he picks up a rock and hits you over the head again and you black out and Come on, no more concentration. <laughs> cut back to, uh, the big hut. Uh, you guys are all talking to, what appears to be kind of like the leader of the gnomes here. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, one, uh, another gnome kind of rushes in and, and looks at the leader and kind of gives like a, a thumbs up or like a signal. And he says, well, I think your, uh, your friend will be joining us very soon. Uh, so we can resume negotiations once he gets here. Yes, we can. Once he gets here. Anyone going to do anything while you're waiting or just kind of sit nope. silently? I'm just going to sit staring at the door, waiting for Reeve to be brought in. I'm going to kick the dirt on the floor. I'm going to annoyingly whistle. Tatsa's flexing <laughs> her muscles and cracking her knuckles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. All right. So, sound effects going on right now. A few gnomes come in and they're kind of like dragging Reeve in. And they throw him onto the floor in front of you guys. His uh, he's still his hands are tied behind his back, but he's not like totally hogtied like he was before. Am I conscious or am I bleeding? Make a Constitution check. Um, fifteen. All right, so you kind of come to on the floor. Um, you cough when you come to and the the dirt from the floor kind of blows out in front of you there you go and uh you look around and you see your friends kind of standing above you friends (laughs) and then you keep looking around and 
in this building on one of the walls, you see the imp and a hanging on the wall again. I, I do? Yeah. Okay. Um, I Can I just kind of gesture at it? Like just point at it? Your hands are tied behind your back. Oh. Can I just kind of stare at it? Like, like, guys. Yeah. Um, look there in the corner. Oh, it's adorable. You don't see anything. Oh, I don't see anything. Mm-mm. Mm. You're just a liar. What are you talking about? I didn't know. I didn't see it. Um, do I see it? Nope. Okay. No one's. No one sees it. All nope. right. <clears throat> now that he's here, um, first thing is we were told by several people not to visit you because we heard you were mean, and we came anyway because. It's I, important. I hate to interrupt, but it's it's staring at me. I was hoping you'd bring it back up because we there's, just ignored you. <laughs> there's nothing there, Reeve. That, Reeve, there's nothing it's an there. Imp. It's 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 it, sitting there's there. There's nothing it's, it's, there, Reeve. Stop, please. The chief kind of starts chuckling under his under his. He's like, <laughs> he seems to think something's funny. I just I just want to go home. I, I don't I don't feel I don't like this. Yeah, just let the world burn. Sounds good. We're here on a mission. Either slaughter them all or make <laughs> friends with them. <laughs> it's like, that's our choice. All Plus, right. we have a long walk home. Can I Can so I get some help basically, here? basically... <sighs> no one else sees the imp. No one else sees the imp. No, can I get my hands untied, please? Anybody help me out here? They're my hands gonna... are tied. They're not going to untie your hands. Yeah, we're all tied. Oh, we're, we're all tied, tied up. up. Oh, we're all tied up. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I couldn't. I didn't know that wasn't a, that wasn't apparent to me. The chief kind of says, "Oh, right. I forgot. We we had a deal." And a few gnomes come around and and cut your everyone's hands free. All right. Well, basically, the world's going to end unless all of us races band together and so we came to visit you to see if you were interested in stopping the world from ending and burning do you still look like a giant gnome yeah okay and he kind of so he looks at you and says so what's your deal what's uh haven't seen any any big boys like you before i'm special i'm not a god i'm just a big gnome mom was a giant dad was a gnome you know how things go he kind of, he like looks really quizzically. He's like, no, you're definitely the first one I've seen. That's interesting. It's okay. It's all right. I'm just here to help you save the world. So right. are you going to join us? What do you, what's going on? What's wrong with the world? All right. So there's a prophecy and there are a few things going on. There's a red dragon who's trying to destroy things. There's this mysterious yellow cloud that is causing entire civilizations to kill each other. I've seen it. And uh, the prophecy says that the only way that civilizations, including yours, can survive is if we all unite together instead of being all alone and isolated. So we came to talk to you to see if you're interested in not dying. He kind of nods and says, well, so you need you need every race, every civilization? Yes, and specifically, um, we need one leader from each one um, who is the 
eldest direct descendant of the first of each race. They're called the Seven Sons. He hears you say that, and he's kind of like, he suddenly looks very serious and like loses his smirk and all of that. He says, Seven Sons? What about, wouldn't there be eight? Why would there be eight? Well, if we're talking about each descendant from the first the first person, right? Wouldn't there be wouldn't there be eight for Well, hold on, let's count. We have the he brings his fingers up, he says, We have the the mountain dwarves and we have the sand dwarves, right? That's two. Well, well do you mean the hill dwarves? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. We call them the sand dwarves because they're full of they're full of sand in their trousers. Okay. And uh, we have the Reeve, I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I'm not always itchy. They're just <laughs> uh, we have the uh, the humans. That's another one. So there's three. We have the the high elves and the wood elves, right? Mm-hmm. Five uh, halflings and gnomes. We have the gnomes. That's us. That's six. And then we have the two halflings, right? There's, there would be eight. There's two sets of halflings. Well, there were there were eight gods in the beginning. Didn't you? See, who, we've who only the, heard about seven. So who who are the two halfling gods? Because we know there's Tozus. Right, Tozus, and then Tozus's sister Zula. Uh, do you know any lore about their relationship? Uh, Zula and I don't I don't know so much about Tozus and Zula, but Zula and and Hecare were very close. They were very good friends and and then when when Harry spilled beans, when Zula was was uh, exiled, that's when the that's when the dwarves the sand dwarves started uh, having issues with us because they they thought that we would try and and bring back the the other halflings. I see. Well, maybe I I'm wondering if maybe Zula is not included in the prophecy. I don't understand anything that's happening right now why was zula exiled what prophecy why was zula exiled i wonder if it's her fault about all of it well there's a zula was was exiled because of doing evil stuff creating yellow rain and dragons zula had an an argument with with hecare when they were very close they they had a big disagreement and Zula disappeared uh, and took her entire race of halflings, and we haven't seen any of them again, um, except for one big one big battle when she tried to to overtake all of the other gods. Oh, that's probably why Zula's not included in the prophecy, because we took a prophecy to Moonlight, and it said there were seven sons, and we were told to go to the halflings and so we did we went to the foothills and um they worshiped tozus right right and they hadn't heard of any other halflings anywhere they had no idea about any of this and so i think maybe we're supposed to protect you from zula because we have encountered a halfling that is not good and not part of the foothills before. he was bad and, I and he was he was actively working to destroy the prophecy i sliced him need, in half to destroy the prophecy that we need to save everyone 
right down the middle. Interesting. So what you need from us is our is our seventh son. We don't need them from you. Um, but that is who will need to represent you when the time comes to unite. Interesting. He kind of nods. He says, he he point he looks at all the guards and kind of like motions to them and they all put their weapons down and he he turns to the one who gathered you guys in he says get them their get them their stuff back and they go and they like bring back all everything you guys had all your weapons it's and everything really nice. um except for reeves they leave him um in his naked in the dirt <laughs> Naked and afraid. Well, he's not naked. He's wearing how his do clothes. You, how do you explain the way that you're treating him? How do you think we got here? We had to come through Soft Hill. We had to get through, and we needed a dwarf to open the door for us. How do you think we got here to warn you of all this? It's because of him, and I don't like the way you're treating him right now. We don't trust any... The dwarves have been massacring our people for years. Anytime anyone tries to leave the country, if a dwarf sees them, they track them down and murder them. It's totally wrong, I get it, but this one is here to try to help, and you're treating him badly. As a gnome myself, I vouch for this man. <laughs> but you have to sound like, as a gnome from... <laughs> no, because he's big. Give me a balloon. Oh. Listen, <laughs> everywhere we go, there's always gnomes that are trying to kill us. Every time we found them in a bar, we found them in a mine... We found them on bats. She's correct. And you know what? And we what? have looked past it. We're still here trying to help you. He kind of sighs and nods. Okay, well, I guess he can have his weapons back. But before, I do have a, a one request. We will gladly participate and gladly help you guys out. But we've been having a bit of a problem lately. Oh, here we go. With uh, one of our, our ancient ruins. Um, we keep our we keep our history very close and, and we recently, well not recently, for a long time, we have not been able to reclaim some of our ruins because of a great evil that lives in there um, that's inhabited it. We would love to be able to Bring this part of our gnomish history back, uh, but none of our—we've uh, sent so many fighters and and adventurers in, and they've all turned to stone or or disappeared and not come back. Turned to stone. Yeah. Uh, Great. Would it be possible if you guys could take a look at that for us, and then we will gladly help out any way we can. What kind of evil? Are we talking about the scaly type? Well, we don't. Everyone who has gone in there has not returned, so we don't. Do I know anything of any creatures that turn people to stone? Roll a history check. May I as well? Yeah. That's going to be an 11. Uh, what's it? Um, Intelligence. 12. Um, you guys know, I've heard of a few. Um, like... Things like basilisks and like, okay. Um, so I'm aware of some other stuff. Okay, yeah, cool. Don't but know not much enough about to them, like, though. not enough to be able to pinpoint like with clues what it would be. Track them mm -hmm. and stuff. I yeah, guess. yeah. Okay. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. 
So you're saying that if we get your ruins back, then you will agree to work with the other seven sons? Absolutely. We'll, we'll send our seventh son with you. We'll also um, provide an, our army if you need it, anything you would need. Wow, that's um, that's very fair, and I appreciate that a lot. I was very worried that you were not going to be very nice, and I really appreciate that. Well, if it's the world we're talking about, and if it's Zula coming back, that does not bode well for anyone, especially us being so hated by halflings. I'm extremely convinced it's Zula. I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, speaking of all the times we have been attacked by gnomes. Absolutely. I mean, it's been a lot. Well, that's um, what we're known for. Um, do you have anything that we could take with us that would prove to gnomes that we're your friends? If we uh-huh. do this for you? Yeah. Yeah. What a great mm-hmm. idea. Um, he's, he's like, yeah, well, Listen, when you guys come back, I'll get my I'll I'll talk to my jewelers now. They'll they'll provide some some jewelry for you guys that will show any gnome that you have our blessing. That is so nice. We're I really be appreciate like that. Decorated generals at this point. We got so many jewelries. Um do you <laughs> have any do you have any gnomes that you would send with us to lead us to the ruins and help us fight? Great question. I have exactly the one. For the job. And he uh, turns to one of his companions. He says, go get Bing. Tell him to come in here. <laughs> no. Bing. Oh, Bing. I know this one. So um, <laughs> that gnome runs away and then he comes in. Anything I can help you guys with before you leave? Um, well. Do you have any potions? Potions well, or spare bombs? Yeah, bombs. 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 Do you yeah, have we any can... javelins with bombs? <laughs> well, oh, we you just... mean bombelins? Bombelins, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, we have not perfected that technology yet. <laughs> That's a shame. It's um, all right. You can show them. Just take some rope and tie a bomb to a javelin. <laughs> I might do that. I might do that. Yeah, we can We can provide you guys with some bombs. And um, they, a few of the soldiers come bring in and they give you guys, um, they have like eight you can use. Okay. We each get two. Sounds fair. Yep. I don't want to carry any. So someone uh, can take mine too. I'll take them. Just if I'll I fall down, I don't I want to one explode. Well, I didn't want to explode either. Now I got four fronts on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'll take them. Unless you want one. I want one. You yeah, that's fine. Okay. Three, three, two. Hey, 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 everybody. Jay here coming at you in the middle of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I know that I always say that in the mid-roll, but it really means a lot. And we've been kind of organically growing month to month as far as people listening. And it's so exciting. Like we're all just, I just text everyone every time how many people are listening to the show. We can't believe it. Um, You know, we're not like super famous yet, but as to my standards, at least, uh, I'm, I'm, can't believe everything you guys are doing i love it i thank you so much a couple things i want to let you know about here in the middle of the episode number one and brand new one i just hit publish 
on our new designs on our merch store. So if you like that Nair logo, you can now sport it on a t-shirt, on a hoodie, on a baseball shirt, uh, on a onesie. Uh, you can also put it on coffee mugs, tote bags, throw pillows, notebooks, anything that you're into. Uh, and you can find all of that at our Tee Public site. Honestly, the easy way, easiest way to get to it is if you go to worldofnire.com. There will be a button right on the front page that says merch. You just tap on that. It takes you right to our site. Um, through there, you will also be able to pick out a few different colors, try out some of the different merch. Um, but everything on Tee Public goes on sale pretty frequently. And since I just hit publish on this while I'm editing. Uh, it's on sale right now for the next three days. So go check it out, save a little bit and uh, see some of the, get some of the cool designs show, rep your favorite show. You know, uh, the other thing I want to mention as far as um, how you can help support us is through our Patreon. We do have a Patreon. It is world of Nire or sorry, patreon.com slash world of Nire uh, on there. You're going to see a few different tiers. And the reason I wanted to highlight it this week is the character you are about to meet right after this mid-roll break is actually suggested by a patron. Uh, I worked with patron Richard to kind of create this NPC. Really proud of it. Really excited for you guys to hear it. If you want to do that, if you want to have a part in kind of creating our show here, uh, coming up with some characters, coming up with some weapons, magic items, anything like that, uh, those are all tiers in our uh, patron our Patreon group. So again, that is patreon.com slash world of Nire. You're also going to be able to listen to some exclusive episodes of stuff that happened before the timeline we're in now, some backstory on some other characters uh, that you have seen, some you haven't seen. It's a lot of fun. Um, patreon.com slash world of Nire. Every little bit helps us out uh, just as far as covering website fees, hosting, that kind of thing, because it could get pretty expensive to run a podcast uh, if you know, you're not making any money off of it. Um, but, you know, I understand that not everyone can contribute uh, to something like a Patreon where it's a monthly thing. Um, if you want to support the show and you're not able to uh, help us cover some of these costs, the best way to be completely honest, and I'm not just saying this uh, as a podcaster, but truly the best way is just to tell your friends about it because we are, like I said in the beginning, we're kind of slowly growing and um as far as people listening to the show based on you guys letting your friends know about it and based on um us getting linked up with some other really great podcasts so uh if you like us and you want to support the show and you want to um keep hearing more and more about nair and more and more about this story uh truly and honestly the best thing you can do is get people to listen to it so let them know where they can download it talk to people you think might like it as well if you're in a DD group recommend it to them uh, i'm sure that they'll dig it um as long as they're not like rules lawyers and they're gonna get on my back please don't invite any rules lawyers to listen to the show because i can't handle that stress right now uh, but really thank you so much from the bottom of my heart thank you to everyone else who's already turn this show on to their friends or become a patron um it really means the world to us here at uh our little studio and uh can't wait to keep telling this story with you guys so um talk to us on twitter at world of nire love to hear from you love to hear what you're thinking and uh i'll let you get back to the episode thanks All right, so um, 
the gnome comes back in with with Bing. He's uh he's wearing kind of like baggy like short pants and like a really loose fitting hide on top. He says, "Well, howdy y'all. Uh my name's Bing. Live under the bridge. What can I uh <laughs> what can I help y'all out with?" Would you like to take us to the ancient ruins and and help us win it back for your people? Oh, the ancient ruins. You guys must be some uh, adventurers. All right. Yeah, we're called the delivery service. Oh, what are, you, uh, what are you planning on delivering then? Pain. Mainly bad news, but... <laughs> Both are terrible. Babies. <laughs> we, did, like we did bring you guys a, a... We did bring you a gold thing. I'm not sure where it ended up. We sort yeah. of got uh, jumped, but... We did bring some gold to you. All right, all right. Sounds Actually, like my kind of people. That's our gold. We never it's, declared that it was theirs. We dropped it I out of just fear. Did Ugh. it's for them? They can have it. They're being really nice. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Surprisingly, I want some of that. So, Bing, what do you do under the bridge? You got a job, a home, a family? Well, you know, I uh, provide several services. Oh. Uh, oh. Been there, done that. Including uh, my expertise is in uh, polishing. <laughs> Jewelry <laughs> polishing. Oh, that's nice. He polishes knobs. That's very nice. Knickknacks. You got it. <laughs> All right. And uh, I also really enjoy, I'm a, I like to pride myself in being a great cook. So if there's any... Uh, any grub you guys want to rustle on up, I'm gladly cook it on up for you. All right. Sounds fair Not enough. Not particularly hungry at the moment, but I'll keep oh. it in mind. All right. So, ruins, where are we going? All right. So, um, Bing takes you on a quest, on a, a journey through the wastelands. You guys walk for a few miles. Um, and then he says, I think they're uh, somewhere around here now. I'm not much of an adventurer myself, but uh, I can point you guys to him. I don't really have any, never fought or don't have any weapons or anything. Um, but uh, he's a guide. He doesn't have to go around beating up people. I said, do you have anyone that can help us fight? And they said, I know just the guy. Here's well, a guy that doesn't he's fight. He's helping us fight. He's helping <laughs> us fight. He, uh... <laughs> <laughs> a bridge gnome you guys get close as you guys get closer you start to you see some kind of like stone structures in that little you know how in the desert and you see something in the background it gets that kind of mirage effect of like yeah wiggling in the heat Mm -hmm. so you see that as you're coming up and you start to see um as you walk it starts to crunch a little bit more and you look down and you see um rib cages no broken glass um kind of all around the ground and bings us this is uh where i'm gonna be camping out uh i'll make a little i'll I'll cook up a nice little stew for you guys while you're on your adventure so you have something delicious to eat when you come out while we're here i'm gonna give reeves pauldrons back yeah and i'm gonna take off my doublet and put on my studded leather armor again okay just kind of get ready yeah um let me see what i have here reeve as you're changing you kind of look behind you and uh 
crouched on a, a boulder you see about five feet away. You see the imp. Can I try to like swing my axe at it? Yeah. As I you go towards him. it, he he his wings flap and he raises up and he just stays consistently about five feet away from you. Did anyone else see what he did? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, can I try to swing at it again? Yeah. I'm kind of desperate at this point. Yeah. So he uh, he does the same thing. Yep. Are you guys seeing this? Yeah. Happen? So <sighs> well, I'm asking you. Like, is he making grunt noises? Do I notice? Oh yeah. He's. I'm yeah. assuming you're swinging at full strength. Yeah. I'm. Right? I'm going. <laughs> ah. Okay. All right. Uh, Reeve, yeah. while you're doing your interpretive dance, can I please borrow <laughs> your shield? No. Please. No. Reeve, this is for you. I need to do something for you. Please. <sighs> Can you? Does anybody else see this? No. What, you practicing your swings like a fool? <laughs> no, there's a, there's a creature following me. We can't see it. It must not be real. <sighs> what kind of you creature? You saw a tree, right? It's yes. not real. Well, I don't know if it's real or not. All right, I'm going to pick up. Is there... Uh, you said glass? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, where is the imp? Oh, where is the creature? And I point to where it is. I'm gonna yeah. throw a glass over there. <laughs> he rolled a twenty. <laughs> twenty. Did you? Really? Oh, hey, <laughs> he did. Oh my god! It's a piece of glass. I mean, I don't... yeah. You um, when you throw it, it disappears. I stabbed him and killed him. Reeve, you see it kind of go like. Ah. Oh, I see the creature like actually. Yeah. Get hit. Yeah, and it like pulls the glass out. And like stares at you, and he says, he goes like, shakes his head like, so you just we, made it angry. <laughs> so we just saw a glass stop in midair, disappear. disappear. Oh, it just disappeared when yeah. he dropped it. Did it come mm-hmm. back, or it's just gone? Mm-mm. It just disappeared when it hit him. Probably. <laughs> okay, well, I will not creepy. throw a seed at it this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reeve, can I have your shield? And fine, I like pull it off my arm and just kind of toss it to her. I'm going to bring it to Bing. Yeah. Hey, Bing, can you polish this like a mirror surface? Oh, yeah. Uh, I could I could definitely, yeah. Polish, that's what I do, yeah. Could you Could you do it now? <laughs> yeah. He goes, oh. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> Spits <gross>. right on <laughs> it. And, um, then, and, yeah. and I'd like to look at the glass on the ground. Are there any, like, mirror pieces? Yeah. Yeah? It's all mirror pieces. Yeah, okay. Can I take, like, a one that might be, like, the size of my palm? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put it in my bag. Okay. It would be like sharp on the edges because it's... Hey, uh, Bing, can you can you round this out a bit? Like scrape it down with a rock so it doesn't stab me? Oh, yeah, definitely. And you awesome. hand in the glass. He kind of like starts rubbing it in his teeth around the edges. <laughs> I, find him, I find him um, two more. Yeah. Large, like hand-sized pieces. Yeah. And so Reeve will have his shield mm-hmm. and we'll all have mirrors in case there's something that like turns us to stone. I want to do like the Medusa thing and make it turn itself to stone. Yeah. Cool. That was actually a really good idea. Did you spit that yeah. out loud, or you're just gonna have your own personal mirror? No, I'm I'm getting some for you guys. Oh, okay. There, there's one for me, but one con- for each of you, and then Reeve will have his shield. Are you giving us the instructions to what what you think? I happen? will when I get the items back from Bing. Yeah, we also have no idea what we're gonna face. We just know stone. Mm-hmm. How's your imp doing? You still freaking out, or you're cool? He's staring at me menacingly. 
What mm-hmm. happened when I threw the glass? It just disappeared. He, he, it, it hit him, or, oh. or it, or whatever it is, okay. and uh, it didn't seem to phase him at all. Oh, that's interesting. He's staring at me a little more intensely than before. I'm gonna take another piece of glass and How throw does it. Silver generally affect an imp. <sighs> it flies. You just see the glass kind of like topple. Well, looks through like the air, and then it lands against a rock and shatters. I'm gonna viciously mock it. I'm gonna say, "Well, for my part, I'm glad it's invisible because it's probably really ugly." Do you not have to see it? Um, I don't know. Let me see. I hope it's one of those ones where it's like you can just direction. You can just kind of viciously mock it behind its back. Oh no! I have to be able to see it. Never mind. So yeah, that won't work. I I, I still say it. It just mm-hmm. doesn't do damage. <laughs> Reeve, you, you see the imp kind of make an obscene gesture towards BJ. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of giggle a little bit. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you bastard. <laughs> all right. So after uh, Bing has finished all his polishing and his his grinding of the glass down, well, uh... Y'all uh, ready to get going? Yeah, and I'm going to hand Reeve his shield back and the two other glass pieces to Tatsuo and Harry. Um, it may, if something tries to turn us to stone, maybe we can make it turn itself to stone. I like that idea. He has a mirror. Keep it handy. I just tuck mine into my belt. Is there any sun? Like, is there like, are we in like direct sunlight right now? Yep. Can I try to shine the mirror at? Uh, can I try to try to shine the sunlight into the pixie and see what happens? Or the sorry, the imp. Yeah, I do it. What happens? As you uh, point the beam, he kind of just consistently flies out of the way of it. And he's just kind of like flying back and forth as you're moving mm-hmm. the beam around. Mm-hmm. Tatsuo takes out her silver dagger uh-huh. that she got. Um. And says, this might make him feel a little nervous. Because mm-hmm. it does. Wait, I wait, just wait. Googled it. I have crossbows. Yeah, but you wouldn't know that in character just because you. Oh, well, her character right. Googled it. Isn't that what she said? No. <laughs> well, okay. So, like, let me think through that. Like, you, you, you said that. You, you would have to, like, see yeah, if you know about you're imps You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm giving you something I meant to give you, like, 30 episodes ago. But I've been holding on to him. That's interesting. We're on 29 now, I think. <clears throat> yeah, it was the first episode. Negative one episode. I had a bunch of freaking bolts. Oh, 20 bolts. There we go. 20 bolts and 20 arrows. So I'm going to give you 20 arrows. And I want to recommend take a shot. Okay. And just keep the arrows up one of them. I mean, I do have <laughs> a lot of them. Tots takes her longbow. Uh-huh. Aims an arrow. Where? At where's the fiend? She says. Uh, I, I don't know. I just point to where it is. It's yeah. a yeah. yeah. Roll with disadvantage. Roll with disadvantage. A ten and a seven. You're really so good at this. Yeah. Seven plus. The arrow flies out and four. Smacks into a boulder and and the arrowhead breaks. That didn't work. It was worth a try. Was yeah. it though? You never. What if she rolled a twenty and she pinned that guy 
into something. Bing Bing turns around and he goes, "What are you? What are you guys uh, shooting at there? What's going on?" Our friend over here is seeing. I I think wh- what did you call it? An imp. Does he he knows what imps are? Yeah, I'm a paladin. Yeah. Okay. I know. I, well, I can. <clears throat> well, I wasn't sure if like you actually knew what it was or you had to describe it. <laughs> Bing goes, <laughs> and you guys don't see it. Nope. <laughs> no. They got you with the curse. <laughs> what what curse? Oh, the curse of the imp. <laughs> it's not a real I mean it's a it's a I guess it's a real imp, but it's not it's not gonna do anything. It can't come within five feet of you. It's just gonna follow you around. <laughs> I like it. That's cool. quite annoying. <laughs> well, Reeve, I think you should name it since he's going to be your pet from now on. <laughs> Jimothy. Mm. I'll think on it. You don't want to try and lift the curse. You're just like, eh, whatever. Nah, I just, uh, okay. I'm over it now. Did they, uh, did they call in, uh, did they call in Voodoo the Voodoo priest? <laughs> did he do his little dance? <laughs> yes, he danced. He shook a stick at you. Yes. Oh man, I haven't seen anyone get him cursed in a while. This is great. I love it. I have an urge just to smack you right in your face. <laughs> Don't he's helped us. Easy, he's making yeah, stew. Tartswell laughs too. <laughs> <laughs> just to feel in. Yeah. I hate you all. <laughs> Is it the, you look back and the imp kind of does a little like somersault in the air and just like points at you and silently laughs. laughs. Uh, I can't. It's like it. an evil little Tinkerbell. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> We might be able to go to Moon Lake and get rid of them. I am. Um, I I turn around and ignore it. Well, we can't right now. I, someone... I am aware. I am aware. It's a work in progress. Let's let's go. On we go. So we're gonna start walking towards the ruin. All right. Um, as you guys walk, you start to see little statues <laughs> all around. Gnome statues of frightened gnomes. Yeah, gnomes. Um, Bats, uh, giant bats. Uh, you even see like a, like a camel and like some other desert animals. Wonderful. I'm going to keep my mirror sort of not completely over my eyes where I can't see, but almost like a visor and my head tilted down. Sure. Yeah, I'm looking at the ground as well. <clears throat> I'm going to... Um... Like I'll, I'll peek to see if I'm close to the ruins, but you know. Okay. I'm, I'm going to hold my shield up as well. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna conjure a. We're in the desert, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna conjure a desert mouse. Oh, okay. So this is actually a fey spirit. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So I'll conjure a a slightly bigger, like a let's do a desert fox mm-hmm. since I get to pick. Um, and what would you give that challenge rating? Wise. Like, would you call that like a half challenge rating? Because with conjuring animals, I could do like four of them. Uh, one eighth. One eighth? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Okay, so I can have eight of them. So I'm going to have eight of them. Yeah. And I'm going to have two by me. And then the six walking, you know, five to ten feet in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that a fake creature could turn to stone or we're going to find out? We'll find out, I guess. Okay. Um, basically, I'm going to have them warn me if they see any anything living ahead of us. 
So they just can. They I have like, two and then six scattered in front of us. Do you have any magical form of communication or do they just have to like shout? I can, or? I can speak to animals. Yeah, but like it wouldn't if, be like, like it wouldn't be like a message thing. Like they would have, you'd have to be able to hear them. Okay, so I'll tell them two, two high pitch chirp noises. What, what does a fox say? They, they actually sound ridiculous if you've heard them. What does the fox say though? Um, okay, so it's just going to be a high-pitched squeal-like sound that okay. foxes make. There'll be two of them. Okay, so you're sending two like into the <clears throat> ruins, basically? Six. Six and then two the are next to us, walking with us. And we're, I'm looking down, she's looking down. I'm assuming they're looking down. If you're not, I'm telling you to look down right now. Okay. All right, so you send the six into the ruins um, as you guys make your approach. They go in and there's kind of like it's a it's a really large stone ruin as you get closer and you can see there's kind of like a doorway in and there's like wall stone walls and um, like there's not like a roof like any roof that may have been there is kind of caved in but you just see like all these like walls and pillars sticking up um, and blocking any kind of view of what's going on in there. The foxes go into um like a little arch entryway and they kind of you see them all kind of as they go in disperse and go in different directions they can't get too far away from me though that's the downside oh, of this how far away uh it says i can summon them to take form of beasts and appear in unoccupied spaces i can see within range hmm. so i guess it can't be that far ahead of us okay so, so you basically just, just want them, them around to go. us you want them to like just go ahead of you on the maze where you can see and check the corners, basically. Yeah, I just want them to be lookout so we know not to look up when something shows up. Okay. Um, so you guys, so they're going ahead of you. You go through this archway into the ruins, um, and as soon as you enter, it starts to feel cooler um, because you don't have. There's like everything is in shadows now from the sun. Um, not that there's a roof again, but because the sun has started to dip down a bit and it's just cast a shadow along all the walls and pillars that are sticking up. Tato gets a bad feeling and she takes her sword out just mm -hmm. to have it ready. Yeah. Um, so you walk in and there's a wall in front of you. There's a path to the left and a path to the right. Um... Do you are you sending the foxes either way basically or you guys are aware that we have foxes so mm -hmm. do we want to split them do we want to split the group do we want to stay it together it would be nice to see what is down either hallway before we make a decision yeah send okay. the fox um i'll send 3 of them to the left mm -hmm. and just walk as far back as i can with them Okay. I, I can't send them off off. Mm -hmm. I have yeah. to be with them. Um, so I'll start heading down the left way. Mm -hmm. um, you guys can follow if you want. Yeah, I'll follow. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to be as stealthy as possible. Mm -hmm. Everyone roll a stealth check. Oh, cred. Nice. 13. No, sorry. Um, 14. Seven. Oh. Pretty low. 
You have disadvantage too because you have your big armor. 20. 20. <clears throat> it's an 18. Sorry. Nine. Plus two. What you gonna do? Well, you guys are gonna blow my cover. That's what you're gonna do. Oh, well, because I'm all stealthy and you're yeah. just dragging your feet. Um, so for something that, as a DM, I've researched because I'm learning to you guys. Nice. Uh, what I'm gonna start doing is for like group stealth checks like this, I'm just gonna basically take the average so that instead of like one person screwing it up for everyone, That's like fair. it would be like. If someone gets super high and then someone gets super low, it could kind of balance out a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, That's fair. So the average of you guys right now, I think it was a 13. Um, between the 20 and the 14 and the 7 and the 9. Sounds about right. right. Um, so you guys kind of make your way through the pathway. The foxes reach the end of the hall and... The three of them kind of, one of them looks to the left down another passageway. One of them looks to the right. Um, they don't seem to see anything and, and kind of look back at you, Harry. Okay. Um, we don't see anything down this way. Do you want to head back and go to the right? Like there's nothing, like there's no turn. Well, there's more passageways. There's like a oh. passage to the left and a passage to the right. Oh, God. Yeah, That's we should check lost. the right before we go to the left. To okay. see if the right is a dead end? Or just to see what's there. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so we'll backtrack and then just keep going. Okay, so you go back down to the right, and then you see uh, as it dead ends, this way there's no, this time there's no path to the opposite side. There's just a path going to your left. Continue down the path? Yeah. Yeah. All right, setting the it's foxes a, ahead. Simpler. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, as I'm looking down, I'm using the mirror to just kind of make sure I'm not just walking off a cliff kind of thing. Because mm -hmm. I, I feel like fake creatures could, I don't know, can they can they walk on air kind of? I think they're taking a body form. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, it's so like, they abide by the same physics we do. I would think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm still kind of like, you know. Yeah. But yeah. They, um, they continue on. Um the the path at this point there's not a lot of splits it's just kind of all going in one direction you guys make a left turn you make a right turn certain parts of the wall are starting to crumble as you're going in not physically crumble in front of you but like have crumbled before so like you pass one wall and there you can see like there's a gigantic hole looking deeper into the ruins to your right guys i think we're getting closer to Possibly a war zone, battle zone. Uh, probably want to get prepared. Yeah. Um, yeah. Harry, do you see any traces of creatures? That have been <clears throat> Roll a um, perception check. Uh, nine. Okay. Um, you guys are all kind of on alert, though, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. everyone just go ahead and roll a perception check. Ooh, 19. Man, everyone Are you going to do the same with this perception like you did with the stealth? Um, Where is it? I don't know no. if that would... Yeah, I think yeah, because everyone, everyone is on alert and you're not looking like as a party. You're just 19 like... 19 is what I got. Okay, so... Um, what do you got, Reeve? Uh, something high. Uh, perception, right? Uh, mm -hmm. 21. All right, so... 
Harry's kind of leading the way with the foxes. Um, and you go past that hole in the wall and you're continuing on. You don't see anything. But as the three of you go past it, you see a form kind of like duck behind um, another wall. Ugh. What is it a big form? It's a roughly human humanoid shape. There's something in the hole. Mm-hmm. What? Um, uh, Did you see what it was? It looked like a person. Okay. Did I see it? Mm-hmm. I think everyone saw it but me. I turned my <clears> shield <throat> towards that general area. Okay. It's already gone behind another wall. But so you look ahead and you can see that the... So the hole was to your right in the wall. And ahead, you can see that the path is going... When it dead ends, it's going to the right. So it's just like going deeper in, basically. In the hole? Past it. Into the... So you're walking down a hallway, right? The wall to your right is crumbled. Like you could go through it, but it's not like it's like still like it was the wall. Mm. Um, That's where you saw back behind that about 30 feet away. Mm -hmm. You saw a figure duck down behind another wall. Mm -hmm. And then ahead of you on the hallway, Mm -hmm. there's a right turn, which is supposed to be a right turn. So we have a choice of go through the hole or continue down the hall. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can I look? I'd like to look into the hole. I have dark vision. Yeah. It's not like dark, dark. It's just kind of like shadowy, like mm-hmm. under like on a sunny day when you're under a tree, like that kind of shade. Um, when she does that, I'm going to look directly at her. Yeah. So if I see her start to turn to stone, I'm going to push her. Well, I I would suggest using the, the mirror to look. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm... I'd like to try to use my peripheral vision. <laughs> yeah. Um, Looking through, like, kind of going. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, you scared me there. That's yeah. why I wanted to be like, I'm just going to show me, you a few. <laughs> let, me not, let me not do that. I okay. just don't want to get ambushed. Let's send a fox down there. All right. And through I the will, hole? Yeah, and I will crawl through with it. <laughs> All right, so the fox kind of jumps over the lip of the wall and goes through the hole, um, and you make your way through. It um, goes, so in front of you, there's like a wall that has like a passage behind it, and so the fox goes around, and it like peeks around that corner, and as soon as it peeks around, it turns to stone. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to have all of the foxes Mm -hmm. constantly circle around us. Okay. Uh, if they see anything at all, chirp. Um, so we're down to seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw it turn to stone, though. Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I let everyone else know. Uh, we have a problem right around the corner. Well, Are you I guys mean, gonna do anything? I'm gonna shillelagh my. That's honestly probably what we're here to kill. I would agree. <clears throat> so, so it's down the do hole. Do or die, friends. Yeah. yeah. In the hole, down the hall. I'm gonna shillelagh my quarterstaff in preparation. From where you guys are standing, Ian, you're a little bit closer. You're about 15 feet away from the fox that turned to stone. Mm-hmm. You guys are all about 30 feet away if you go through the hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking down and keeping the mirror above my eyes. Tatsuo is using her sword because it's very shiny mm-hmm. and long. So she gets like a good 
angle on things. Can I lead with my shield? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go in first with my shield. Raise. Okay, everyone roll initiative. Man, this is tricky. Did you allow me to shillelagh and ready up? Or would you want to do that now? Come on, six. I will count the initiative from when you guys saw the fox turn to stone. <laughs> okay, cool. So you can Seven. use your turn to do that. Uh, ooh, 14. I have 17. I have a six. I'm always last. Just accept it. We are going to stop this episode here, and we're going to pick up with the battle on the next one. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Radio. Ah. Dark. Dark.